We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. It's 9.08 on Total Information AM on KMOX. With Debbie Monterey, I'm Tom Ackerman. Tomorrow, Friday, marks the two-year anniversary of the January 6th riot and attempted insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. The House's J6 Commission has submitted its final report as it ends with the new Republican majority taking over. The country is still divided over the events. A Politico Morning Consult poll found that 47% of respondents said they strongly or somewhat agree that the country is focused too much on the attack. 45% said they strongly or somewhat disagree. So what happens now? Well, joining us is CBS legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum. Thane, as always, great to have you on KMOX. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Debbie. So what does happen now that Republicans are in charge? Well, you're quite right. That committee, select January 6th committee, has been disbanded. We have a, a new majority in Congress. Uh, they are now threatening to conduct their own committee investigations about whether there were ethical improprieties uh, in the committee itself, right, that this was essentially a show trial and that it was illegitimate from the get-go. I don't know whether they're going to do that. They've been threatening it uh, from the very beginning, that we will expose, uh, you know, the sort of uh, uh, ethical corruption as well as political corruption and um, the committee's reports, the findings have already been revealed, disclosed to the public, uh, and uh, have has been disclosed. And uh, and the question then becomes, what will become of this, this information? Uh, there is uh, there is a thought, you know, we have a special counsel who is uh, has been appointed, but he has no obligation at all. Uh, to use any of the material that was presented by the committee. And in fact, he and the Justice Department have remained pretty uh, silent, uh, essentially, about uh, what their plan to do is. They have no obligation to use it at all. So we're in a holding pattern. We don't know whether the, uh, whether the select committee will in any way act on the re- criminal referral uh, that the congressional committee has provided to the Justice Department. It does feel in a way like the January 6th commission didn't couldn't win either way, because while it was it's pretty riveting stuff, if you you know read through it. But a lot of people are saying, well, they didn't go far enough. Why didn't they subpoena Ginny Thomas or Justice Clarence Thomas? Why aren't they charging, you know, X, Y and Z? Why didn't they do this? And then, as you mentioned, on the right, it's almost like dropping like a lead balloon. They don't care or they're going to investigate, as you said, why it was a corrupt investigation. So did did they really in the end accomplish anything? Well, one of the things that they did, you know, uh, Debbie, is that uh, is the question of how they placed all the blame on Donald Trump. So one question is politically whether this helps him and the far right, Uh, because, you know, they didn't really focus on the failure of the intelligence uh, community and what they knew and what efforts should have been made 
to put an end to the riot uh, at some point. Uh, the president, the, re- the criminal referral, has the most serious charge against him, insurrection. Uh, but you'll note that in the 900 people who have already been arrested, some have been charged. There have been a few trials. There's one coming up with the Proud Boys. None of them were charged with insurrection. The worst of the charges was seditious conspiracy. So, and that's that's telling, right? Because that tells you that the Justice Department already evaluated initially all of the uh, evidence and determined that they would have a hard case to make on insurrection, that the best they could do was seditious conspiracy, um, and and that the president maybe should, former president should be considered a co-conspirator. But that's not really the committee's conclusion, right? The committee's conclusion is he's the guy. It's Trump. Trump did everything. He gathered the mob. He mobilized the mob. He incited the mob. It was all him. And so that was a strategic maneuver that the committee made. And the question is, did it in some ways prejudice the case of the prosecution? Because the Justice Department might end up saying, thanks a lot. Really, thanks a lot. We, we didn't set up. We, were, we did not set up the cases in any way the way you want us to. And now what you're asking us is to shift gears and to change the entire strategy behind the prosecution. We haven't heard them say that because they, you know, typically don't speak about ongoing investigations. But my guess, as your legal analyst, that's what's going on in the Justice Department, is if to say thanks, but no thanks. Back to what you mentioned, the focus was completely on former President Trump and not on the security failures. Some of the stuff that came out about the Secret Service and what they were doing and what other branches of law enforcement were or were not doing were concerning, but nothing really happened. So some experts are saying this really leaves the Capitol vulnerable for it to easily happen again. Would you agree with that assessment? Well, yes. Uh, at the same time, they do have a recommendation to, to, do two ch- to have two changes, right? They want to take another look. Congress is suggesting that Congress, the new Congress, take a look at the Electoral Count Act. Remember, that was the statute that we, they were there for January 6th to do, which was to count and certify the election itself. The question of whether or not Mike Pence, the vice president, had the authority to reject the, the ballots from each of the states, that is somewhat murky if you look at the Electoral Count Act. So there is some thought. Then the other thought was, well, the 14th Amendment which introduces the words insurrection, because remember, the 14th Amendment arises out of the Civil War, which from the North perspective of the North was an insurrection by the South, right? So there is a thought to say, well, look, shouldn't we take a better look at what insurrection means? And secondly, should we fix the Electoral Count Act so nothing like this ever happens? Because there was a question as whether January 6th was merely ceremonial, right? It was just a ceremony for people, for the members of Congress to certify the vote. Or did it really have the possibility of ignoring the original election and overturning the result itself? So I think there, there is one effort that the, Congress, uh, the committee made to introduce some changes. But remember, here's part of the problem. You know, they really didn't discover, you know, the big reveal, right? They showed great evidence, you know, of uh, negligence on the president and, and the violence itself. But they didn't actually show what people like me were looking for, which was 
emails, conversations between the White House and the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers, an actual agreement to engage in this behavior on January 6th. That was the real smoking gun that they needed to show a real conspiracy, because the conspiracy requires, like the three of us, you, the three of us, having an agreement to engage in an unlawful act. And they just never showed anything like that. They showed a lot of negligence, right? But negligence, you know, is very different from criminal behavior. And so you'll see the Trump supporters will pick up on that, too. Thane Rosenbaum, CBS legal analyst, joining us on KMOX tomorrow, the two-year anniversary of January 6th. Thank you very much for being with us. Anytime for you both. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 